Hey everybody, welcome to another, well not really an episode, this is like a bonus feature that we're doing Oh, I know (laughs) So it's a little different, because right now when people are hearing this, we're on break yeah, this is going to be like our little interlude episode. But I this, I am your host, Tony. You are the sister who invited her. San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. And I am here with Mexican Eric. Say hello. hello. Hi. And Robbie is on. Hey, I'm here too. Yes. And this is our follow-up episode to Ms. Roz. I always want to say gelato. Gelato. Raj Gelato, <laughs> if you remember a couple episodes ago called Juana Ayahuasca, mm-hmm. we did an interview with Raj because she was going down to Costa Rica to do ayahuasca. Yeah, I was. So this is our follow-up interview, and we're going to f- get into it, find out what really happened, if she found Jesus. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do a really quick recap for maybe people who are listening for the first time and didn't hear the first episode. So Raz, you're originally from... Australia. And you've been in the U.S. for how long now? Ten years on Monday. And you are you got citizen. your citizen now. Yes. yes. So you were going to go down to Costa Rica to do uh, ayahuasca. Yeah. And not just for fun and pleasure, but to see what demons and what comes see out of it. See what needed to come out. Yeah. So yeah. when going into it, your mindset was, what were you hoping to get out of? So people, I, we can get yeah, people a little backstory. I, well, so we had discussed, like, I'd already kind of started having conversations with people, like, just kind of airing my grievances, yeah. as I would call it, just so I could go in with the clearest mind possible. Yeah. Um, so I just was going in to see what needed to be done. You know, like, I wasn't sure what needed to happen, but hopefully get something out of it. Um, hopefully mm. issues of, like, just monotony and things, kind of yeah. dealing with that. Yeah. And, yeah. And we went. I went. (laughs) (laughs) So how long was the trip for? How long? Because I know you went beforehand a little earlier. I was there for work for 10 days. Mm -hmm. And then I stayed an extra week on PTO. And so the ayahuasca retreat was five days. Five days. And it was in Costa Rica. From beginning to end. And it was with what what company? It's called A New Life Ayahuasca. A New Life Ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. And how how many people were you you with? Actually, it was only four others. Nice. Which is great. So the eight maximum, which is perfect because... All the bodily functions. Really? Like, all the gross disgustingness you could think of is what happens in that room. And so if yeah. you're with more than a very small amount of people, it can be just overwhelming, overwhelming on a, on a yeah. gross status. Like on a, ooh. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so when you so you went ahead of time to work, so you were already mm-hmm. in Costa Rica, and I know you were texting me and you were doing stuff with the kids and all yeah. that, and having a good time. Yes, having so a time. So once that ended, and you know you were going to go into the retreat. Yep. How did your mind? Cha- how did your mindset change to prepare for that? Well, or did you get scared, nervous? So or? you know, I hate flying. Remember yes. we discussed yeah, that. We talk- I, yeah. I took a flight from where I was in Costa Rica to where I had to be, and I could not take any Xanax for that damn flight. Yeah, why? Okay. Because, because you're you not have, allowed to. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to be completely clean for 10 days prior. So no over-the-counter medication, no prescription medication. They recommend no alcohol, nothing. Like so you, you just your need to be, system needs to be cleaned yeah, out. Yeah, yep. No red meat. They recommend like as clean as you can eat. If you can go full bland vegan, bland being like not even salt and pepper and oil. Wow. That's, that's and, what I did. And I was went, that I hard? I went full bland. It, the first couple of days were kind of like being on a juice cleanse. It's mm-hmm. like, ugh, this is, mon- this is so... An- bland and boring but then actually like five days in my taste buds are like whoa everything tastes great and you're yeah. adding nothing 
And wow. it's kind of kept up because huh. I've just kept eating like really like I, colorfully, I guess is the best yeah. way to put it. Mm. I do have to say you look amazing. Like you have the best tan, oh, yeah, thank you. and your your like skin looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, you are glowing. Ka-ching! Yeah. <laughs> if that's all that we achieved today, then I am a complete human. I can die now. Right? <laughs> Bury so, me under a mahogany rich bar. So where did you have to fly to in I Costa went, Rica? I went from Tamarindo to San Jose. Okay, and the Tamarindo airport. So real quick story: the bus driver from our uh, our project dropped me off, but he couldn't get all the way to the airport because the road was terrible. Mm-hmm. So he's like, the airport is that way, 400 meters. And I'm like, you mean through the paddock of nothingness? Because I can I can walk that way. Yeah. And I had just come off a catamaran, so I'm in my bikini, got my backpack on, got my front pack on, yeah. and I am walking through, like, there's cows on my left and horses on my right, and I can hear mooing and all these sounds, and I'm looking for an airport. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh you my would God. think you could... See an airport from yeah. very far away, and I'm like, as I keep walking down this gravel road, I'm like, oh god, I can see a plane, and it looks decrepit and it's tiny, and I'm not getting on that fucking shit. Like, you're like, not, no, no, and I get there, like, it's okay, your plane's not here yet, but when it did arrive, it was still tiny. But yeah, yeah so Tamarindo is a tiny airport. It's a shack that has Wi-Fi. Surprisingly, <laughs> I know <What? laughs> it was like a tin shed. In the middle of a paddock. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how much it was rural. Wow. For big, Tamarindo is one of the biggest hubs for U.S. citizens that go down to Costa Rica. It's oh, very really? popular. Okay. But the, like, the little airport is literally Literal. like a tin shed. Wow. And so I'm just walking around trying to find this airport in my bikini and my backpack. <laughs> and you found it. I found it. Took my flight. And then when you landed, what happened when, once you landed? Landed in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Got my Uber to the... Um, a new life ayahuasca, which yeah. we la- we were delayed because they were late coming from San Jose. So pretty much the flight goes back and forth, back and forth all mm-hmm. day. Um, but the drive out to the retreat, we got stuck in traffic. So we got there and it was dark. And we're off main roads. Like after an hour of our, our drive, we are on dirt roads. And it is just like dirt roads and bugs flying in front of like the lights on the car. And was it? Who else was with you? Was Just it myself. Other? Me and okay. my Uber driver. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, this poor Uber driver is like, where are we going? I'm like, I don't know. No. <laughs> You're like, we're going out into but the like, wilderness. He's like, is this the this way? Is I'm how like, a horror I'm, movie starts. Yeah, it, 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 there's a recording or that a I porno. took. There's a rec- <laughs> he was pretty handsome. No. So you know, like, <laughs> We didn't because they also say no sex beforehand. Yeah. So like, no, that would that would have been a story. Um, but yeah, so we're driving and like it's yeah. just like a dirt road and the car is shaking and I'm exhausted. I'm like, can you just get me the goddamn place by now? Yeah. And it was only 6.30 p.m., but it was dark and just, yeah. So. And then when, how was the actual, so where, how was the place you were at? Like, was it a resort or how, do you, it how would you describe a, it? It wasn't a resort, but it was like it was built for a commune. Like there was, it's like multiple families could live there. It was kind of awesome. Okay. Like there was two kitchens, a big lounge area, and a huge lounge area with multiple places to lounge in like this huge space, long dining tables, outdoor spaces. There was a pool, jacuzzi. It was built for multiple families. Mm -hmm. Every room had a private bathroom. Oh, nice. It was lovely. And it was also on a huge property. And the property grounds were kept immaculately, like just beautifully. Take like manicured 
grounds. Lawns and everything. Lawns and trees and So there was, was only beautiful. four other participants on this. Mm-hmm. And, then, and is it only you four in the whole compound type of place? Or is it and different? The, and the like people who run the retreat. Yeah. So um, they were there as well. And then the people that came to facilitate while we were taking the ayahuasca stayed mm-hmm. overnight to make sure like everything was you know, oh, kosher okay. and good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you have to go through any kind of a physical or medical thing When before? I applied to go, oh, okay, right. they did call me and run through a bunch of like questions. medical questions. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have like any mental health issues? What are you taking? Have you done any hallucinogenics before? Yeah. Like, they asked those questions, which yeah. I think was great because yeah. I think it gives them a taste of who they're getting. Yeah. But they can also screen like... Ayahuasca is not something you should be doing just to like check it out. Like, hey, bro, I'm going to go down to ayahuasca. Or like it's recreational a, drugs. It, yeah, it's not a recreational drug, okay? <laughs> do not go if you want to do this recreationally. It is, means a lot more. Yeah. And I, I know that now. I went into it pretty like naive. Yeah. But so your first, with the first day you were there when you were mm-hmm. there, what happened the first day? Like, how did that go? Like the first full day. Yeah. Okay, so I arrived on the one night, the night, and then yeah. the next morning I meet everyone. Um, so you didn't meet all the other participants? No, I think I before. met like one or two of them, but some mm-hmm. of them had gone to bed early. I mean, it's the first time you're meeting a bunch of strangers, yeah. and you're all about to take a bunch of hallucinogenics together. That's you so just weird. need like your your sometimes you need your time. I'm actually surprisingly very introverted. I need a lot of time to myself to recover oh, really? from okay. all the like socializing. So I was like, yeah, I get it. I I actually spent a lot of the retreat by myself. I was like, I just want to be on my own and. I'm totally contented. <laughs> so the next day I wake up, I have breakfast with people, I meet them. Um, and then they had organized massages for us. So to like calm us down. Yeah. Um, and that and- <laughs> is the first time you've ever had a massage. And ever. I think you talk about it in the audio that you sent. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I think this is the one. We're going to play it. I think you talk about it. Okay, so I just arrived about an hour ago. I've had a meal. I checked in. Gone over my medical, got to know the other participants. It's pretty dark, so I can't see much, but the property looks pretty awesome. Oh, this um, is you when you first got there, yeah. Definitely feels like a retreat. Yeah, that was when I just arrived. Yeah. Like, I just, and it's dark, and I'm like, okay. It's very homey and comfortable. Oh. Okay. It did, it felt very welcoming. That's good. And very welcoming. <laughs> very secluded. So it's kind of like, well, at least you know it's me. Yeah. A secret place, which is really cool. A secret place. Um, that's about it. There are four participants. Yeah, four, pe- four people. Four people, yep. yeah. And they were all awesome after I got to know them. Like, everyone was... Everyone had like different backgrounds and different reasons. So what are, what was the age range between the four mm, of you? Well, that's a stretch. I feel like I might have been the youngest. Okay. Maybe. And do, was everybody kind of there for just their own reasons? Everybody Everybody was had yeah. their own reasons. We had one guy with us who'd actually done ayahuasca a few times with them, mm-hmm. which was very comforting for all of us. We were all like, if you're coming back repetitively. Oh, then you're going to yeah. live. You're then not going like, to die. Like, it just <laughs> felt like, I, mean, I felt comfortable just through my own naivety or to be honest like yeah. I, you know it was like people do this all the time it can't be that horrible or that dangerous yeah so having someone who kept coming back was like well if he's been here then this is a good thing so were you encouraged to share with each other why like or did that just no happen it just happens naturally? naturally yeah yeah after the first ceremony it happened like everyone was because even after you take the ayahuasca the whole like intensity is about three to four hours but then once the ceremony ends, you're like free to go about your 
evening by that point it's like 9 p.m or 10 p.m so but you're you can... still very high oh, you're okay. still very like Ooh. so wait i want to go back to the massage because I, okay. <laughs> I think this is the one where you talk about it but we'll see it's almost midnight and i haven't been able to go to sleep yet i am starting to feel a bit nervous that's what I was going to ask you because when I was listening to your audio, you were started the night before the first full day. Yeah. You were getting really nervous. <laughs> Which beforehand, when we had the first interview with you, you didn't seem like you were at all. going to. None. Like you were like, yeah, let's do it. Even driving up to it, I was like, I'm so ready for this. And then all of a sudden, it just like set in when I checked in and I was comfortable and I had my room. I was like, oh, because that's happening tomorrow. Wait, let's see if this <laughs> I wanted to find the one where you talk about the massage, but I can't remember. Hi, my name is Roz. I'm 33. Oh, I think up this until is this it. day, I've never had a massage, and that was phenomenal. <laughs> I feel great. I spent the day laying in the sun, did some laps of a very cold pool, sat in a very hot jacuzzi, got a massage. Oh. Fun story. So after I was done doing laps in the pool and in the jacuzzi, I came out, got ready, my massage, and I come out of my room, and the shaman is like, want to try arape. I think it's arape. I'll get the proper name. It was Um, rape. Sure. Um, And it kind of made me giggle because I feel like I'm having a say yes week at this point, (laughs) just saying yes to a massage and new things. Um, The the, the plant-based whatever it is it's got nicotine in it it had some cinnamon and i'll get with the ingredients but it gets shot up your nose and if you were to make yeah. like a gun with your fingers it like gets put in the bottom of one and then he like blows the other end and it goes straight up your nose um and it burns it's, it burns like really salty seawater aggressively going up your nostrils and you do both sides um, and within like a few seconds my mind was just quiet and it was awesome. I'm still feeling pretty blissful at this stage. Um, and the sun is going down. So we're almost time for the ceremony and I'm a little nervous as to what might come up. Um, because they say the medicine will give you what you need, but you know, it's a say yes week. We're going to say yes to all the different, types of medicinal things that are going to be offered to me. I'm going to try them all. Um, but that stuff, <laughs> I was not ready to have something <laughs> shut up my nose so quickly. Um, but, yeah, that's it. So I have so many questions based on that. <laughs> so the shaman. So there's a shaman. Okay, yes. and so he's explain actual, the shaman. Okay, so actually he prefers to be called an ayahuasquero. So we'll use that term. So... Uh, Matt is the ayahuasquero at A New Life Ayahuasca, has an absolutely incredible background. I highly recommend, like, if you're interested, that you read into yeah. why these people do what they do. Like, because yeah. that, that's what made me, like, okay, I can accept this and I like this and I appreciate this. It makes you feel, like, connected to, like, the story. This it's is- the first time I actually, like, got to know them very well. Oh, okay, I literally okay. come out of, like, spending the day to myself, like, swimming and sunning myself yeah. and getting a massage. I was feeling, like... Was the guy who gave you the massage? Was he hot? <laughs> no, he was a little, little like Aww. man. He's sixties, I think. Oh, and he just had magic hands, and he was. And you felt so relaxed. And then I you went never and got felt stuff better. Shoved up your nose right after. It was great. I went into the. I went into my room, took a minute just to myself, and then came out. 
And the first thing that Matt says is like, do you want to try rape? And I'm like, sure. I don't know what that is, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's when I made that recording. I was like, you're a fucking idiot sometimes. Seriously. Like, you know, it's like, yes. Uh-huh. I do like the philosophy that you're like, yes, it's a yes week. I'm going to challenge well, myself to new experiences. I spend and the money yes. and put myself in this position to say no. Yeah. And they wouldn't offer things if they were not gonna like they wouldn't put themselves in a position that would result in, in a something poor, hurt, exactly, hurtful exactly yeah, exactly no. so I was like okay what's the worst that could happen I might be high I might you know go crazy for a little yeah. while I might feel sad like it, the, in, in the greater scheme of things not a high risk situation okay yeah. I think zip lining is more risky okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so now you're getting ready for the ceremony the yeah. ceremony did it, ha- it happened at night I'm assuming 6pm 6 6pm right? 6 6 so what what is the ceremony and like oh, what goes God. into it and like yeah let, let oh, us Lord. know okay so let's start <laughs> so Matt our ayahuasquero he's in his, his a traditional dress and we are all on mats and we have a bucket and we have we can bring out pillows and blankets and basically you just make your space how you want it to be. I came in fully like I had like lip gloss. I was like I, lip gloss, <laughs> chapstick, chapstick. chapstick. I had chapstick. I had like peppermint oil because like okay, if I'm gonna get nauseous, I want like smell something will make me feel calm. Um, and he blesses the room or like covers the doors. So there's a lot of tobacco smoking involved in ayahuasca that I know now. I realize that. So okay. I'm actually get I get a lot of migraines from tobacco. So that was that was a kind of an interesting navigating. But he like breathes through a tobacco like inhales through a tobacco pipe and blesses like the doorways because they stay open. So he's like we're gonna make sure that we seal them so that no bad juju essentially comes, comes in. in. Um, mm. And then he also drinks with us. So we all sit there. He sits at the front and he calls us up one by one and we all drink like one at a time. Go back the to ayahuasca. The ayahuasca, right. yeah. Go back to our mats and then he drinks and then he sits in his corner and then you have the like two facilitators, which is his wife and one of his friends. Who are not Who are not drinking, but they're to support us if we like go wandering or need to go to the bathroom or just need like... Someone to just hold us for a hot second. Yeah. You just don't know what's, what you're going to feel, depending on what's going on in your head. Um, and then once everyone starts to feel it, he gets up and, like, does a whole ceremony of singing. It's it's insane. You I, talked in your in the the audio that you sent about the singing, but you weren't yeah. able to get a sound bite of it, which I was really... No, I was no. Like, oh, man. But I'm sure that we can actually, because I was I wanted to, but like yeah. I didn't want to disrespect the whole like situation oh, totally at the same time. Understand. But I'm sure I can find one and like we can source it to at least mm-hmm. an idea. Yeah. But there is a lot of different sounds. Like there is these dried leaves that he shakes. So you got like this shaking of like dry leaves sounds. There's a gong that keeps going off. Uh, Janae plays the flute at one stage, but the most point is he sings, and it's like it's a native language, like it's an indigenous language. I think that he's singing in, so you have no idea what he's singing about. But it just sounds like to me, it sounded quite creepy and like spiritual at the same time, like a little. You're like, wow, it felt like the exercising of things. Like, it was, yeah. it felt to me very, I could feel it in here and in here in my head. And I was like, oh my Your God, body, this yeah, is like yeah. really intense. And that coupled with how nauseous I felt was really incredibly intense. Because wow. you just like, there's sounds and there's gut feelings and people are puking next to you and breathing heavily. And so, how long did it take for the ayahuasca to kick in? Like, I was you- the first puker. 
I was. And actually, after the ceremony, they were like, Roz, you didn't even like, like, you were such a quiet puker. We didn't yeah. even realize that you were puking. I'm like, well, that's my tagline now. I'm a quiet puker. <laughs> You're a quiet. I want to put that on a shirt. I'm a quiet puker. <laughs> you won't even know I'm here. <laughs> I'll puke quietly. I think, okay, I want to find the video, the audio of. After the ceremony? Or during, because you took it when you were still pretty toasty. So it would have been just coming off the ceremony. Yeah. And you are, you're toast the whole night. The whole night of sleep afterwards is not real it. sleep. And, you don't and sleep. For the listeners, you haven't heard this yet. No, right? I no, have not. No, she hasn't heard it. Only Tony has I agree heard this. To, re- to record them and send them and not listen to them. I don't know. I don't have much to say. I still feel really nauseous. Um, Breathing. It definitely was dripping pretty hard. Things were like turning into other things that warp speed though so it was kind of making wow. me feel a bit nauseous because it was like dripping but in like fast forward and I saw her. my roommate and she turned into a mermaid and she was smiling <laughs> and it was just incredible like the things that I thought I would be I guess maybe consumed with thinking about when they did pop in my mind they were gone in a split second and so I guess I'm not sure if what I was seeing was just dripping this is deep or if my insides are just like that like hyperactive Uh. and maybe need some like toning down um also the puking (laughs) was like the scene out of Jennifer's body. I love that you refer to Jennifer's body. Black tar. It's exactly what I thought of when it happened. Definitely puked and it was black. So I want to, okay, so you, so after you took the ayahuasca, like when it started kicking in, Mm -hmm. how was the trip? Like what were you experiencing? I was just feeling intense nausea. Really? Intense nausea. And the sounds were really like, I'm a big, I love music and I love Mm -hmm. sounds. So I normally find things very like soothing and I did not find any of that soothing at all. I found it very intensifying and I think it's meant to be, and I think it's meant to be though. It's meant to be to the point where like it evokes something because you definitely feel like it, it, like I said in that recording, it was like everything happening in my mind was happening on fast forward. And it was nauseating to see it yeah. on fast forward. It was like somebody put a VHS tape in. And you say and that in one fast of the forward. Audios, and I was yeah. like, slow the fuck down. Like, let's just let me enjoy this. But the first experience was not for me enjoyable. It was nauseating. And then also the next day when I heard about everybody else's experience, I was like, well, I, I didn't And get we'll get that. to that. <laughs> yeah. I was jealous. I was like, yeah. I didn't So that. physically, you got, you were nauseous and you were throwing uh-huh. up. And was there any, like, physically, how did you feel besides the nausea? Um, physically, I felt fine. Actually, my whole body, aside from the nausea, was... I, it's fine. Yeah. I felt okay. a little, like, lightheaded at one point. I got up to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, actually, I got up to go to the bathroom, and Janae, like, walked me to the bathroom. She's like, let me just escort you. And I, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yep, I just need a second. Can you grab my bucket? And she's like, why? I'm like, because doing adult things is going to help me. And I cleaned my bucket 
from my puke. Really? Huh. I did. And I just, That's to, focus, to so focus on doing something normal helped me to like re-ground Sorry. myself. Yeah. But then I also think that worked against me because I wasn't letting myself go. Mm. You were still trying to keep I was control. like, keep your shit together, girl. Yeah. Get yeah. your middle, find it, and stay there. So I was like, give me the bucket so I can wash it. She's like, yeah. well, I'm like, adult things help me. Like, they're going to yeah. help me feel focused. I wonder why you're blocking yourself. Because I'm a control freak, I yeah. think. Which is actually I, something I learned about myself on oh, the retreat. Man. I was like, I think actually I like a, to be. You, um, you found a friend by the end of the <laughs> night, apparently. And I think we have audio talking about your friend. I made a friend. It's a pillow. <laughs> that was my best friend. That pillow got me through the ceremony. I just held it. And every time I needed to find my way back to reality, I had my pillow. I had my pillow and I was still gripping tight on it. Which is crazy because what was going on in my head was not reminiscent of me, like what my body was doing. My head was running it like fast forward and my body was just calmly laying there. <laughs> gripping the Yawned. Pillow. So. Um, my intention as well when you go into an ayahuasca ceremony you're supposed to have an intention and it was clarity and bravery in the face of truth um I don't know if I saw any truths I was <laughs> things to come out um and just show themselves because I was hoping there was something deep down that needed to come out so uh, this is the first time you did ayahuasca. Uh-huh. This is the first night. Yes. And you, from what it, from the the audio that I was listening to, you didn't find you weren't getting what you wanted. No, no. Yeah. And the next day, everyone's talking about how wonderful their fucking trip was. Yeah. There's one other girl actually um, that didn't have a good experience either, and so I had more of an experience than her. So I didn't want to like make too much of it, but I did not get out of it what other people had. But then. Matt was like, well, every time you do ayahuasca, it's different. Okay. doesn't matter how you feel or how good you think you're doing. Ayahuasca shows you what it wants to show you. Huh. Right? So I was like, okay, well, that gives me the speed to go into it again because I didn't want to do it again. I was like, if that happens again, yeah. I can't keep up. It's so mentally stimulating because the whole pillow thing, right? The whole time I was spooning a goddamn circular pillow. Right? <laughs> I was on my side holding this pillow like it was my like love of my life. You know, it was holding it. And every time I woke up from tripping, or, like I came to from like seeing things, I was still holding that pillow in that very same position. Yeah. But my mind was doing a million other things. So what was what was going through your mind during it? Like what were you? To seeing? be honest, yeah, it was like the cover of Yellow Submarine. <laughs> you know that cover? Are yeah. you from? It's bright yellow. Yes. It's pretty. It's like a circus act. Everything, even though it was running at really really fast speeds, everything was meshing into one another really fluidly. Yeah. So like even that memory of my roommate becoming a mermaid she dived in and then the waves became a rainbow and the rainbow did something else and like it was just like running into things like there was no chopping and changing it was all happening very fluidly was there at any point of it where you did you get scared no okay no no so you never got uh-uh. like oh shit oh shit no, no okay. and people say that like you know the people the others in the group were talking about their experience and they saw like the universe and like lights shining out and I'm like 
I didn't get any of that, but I, <laughs> she's like, I want my money back. <laughs> I was like, I want to, I don't know if I wanted to be scared, but I also felt like, again, my whole intention going in was being clear and having clarity yeah. in what is the truth about something and being brave. And I also think that that intention worked against me because every time I felt like I was tripping too fast, it's like, be brave, be brave, be brave. I am Roz, be brave. <laughs> you got this. And it kept bringing me back to the middle. And so I wasn't letting myself like ride the wave, yeah. essentially. But okay. at the same time, I still was tripping pretty hard. So, so that was the first day. That was the first and night, And then yes. the second. So what happened? Because all I know is up to this point. Okay. Yeah, because the recordings you <laughs> sent ended with the first day. And okay. then now I'm, now I'm curious to see. So the next. You did do ayahuasca again. Twice. And okay. combo. I did combo as well. Which we want to talk about. And because I got you did scars. Yes. Yeah. And, okay, so the next day, day two, what yes. happened? Let's start so, there. So your sleep after ayahuasca is not sound. I don't know if you've ever had like vivid, very, you know, very vivid dreams where you wake up very tired. Because yeah. it wasn't restful sleep. Sleep after, after ayahuasca is just like that. Everything is still super vivid and colorful and bright. You are resting intermittently, but you're not really resting. So I woke up feeling pretty like, still pretty nauseous, definitely not hungry, but empty stomach, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just not really feeling very like vivacious. Like I feel pretty like meh, meh okay. is the best way to describe it. Yeah. But then we went to a waterfall, I went swimming, and I love the water. So I was like, okay, I feel refreshed there. And then we come back and we did the combo ceremony. And combo is... The Amazonian frog excretions, like it's bodily which excretion, toxic. which is toxic. And what they do is they burn you. So traditionally, it's done on your left hand side. I do now that you bring this up. There was a there was on the uh, I think it was a second you sent you did send an audio mm -hmm. where you were talking about when you got another massage and you were having problems on your right or left side and you and the masseuse. It was the left, but it was because he said that. Your left side is your mother and your exactly. right side is your, father. your father. Wow. And he's like, you have a lot of tension on your left back hip, like your lower back. And I was like, well, that makes sense. After yeah, he said it was mom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it's exciting because, well, let's do the combo first. Yes, we'll and back. then go back to that. Because yeah. I did have a, I had a vision of her. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's go to the combo first <laughs> okay. and then we're going to revisit tree frog, the stomach. Tree frog poison. Okay. okay. So they burn your shoulder five times, the five little dots on my left hand shoulder, which I love. I'm like, it's my warrior shoulder. Can we right. see it? Where is it at? Hold Let on. Let me see. Can you? What? Oh. Uh, so oh, yeah. Healing. It's like a little scar. Yeah. yeah. So they're healing, but apparently if you pick them, it'll scar. So I keep picking them. Because you want a scar. Because I want a scar. <laughs> okay, like, so no. they burn. What do they burn you with? A little end of a stick. Okay. Light it up and just... Why? Because the tree frog poison gets back into your intravenous system quicker if you have like an open wound. Okay. Huh. So they apply it to two spots first. They start with two. And then depending on how you're feeling, they'll like add to it as needed. So if you want more of an intense feeling, they'll add to it. So I had two. And well, before you even do that, you drink a bunch of water because the whole process of combo is a purge. Okay. Right? Okay. And your body naturally processes things and like wrenches itself. And your liver, kidney is what it's for. It's for like cleaning out your system. But combo is like a whole body journey of like just wring it out. Get everything out. So you drink a bunch of water, they burn your shoulder, put the poison on, and you wait. Mm -hmm. And within two minutes, like your heart is in your like throat. Oh, and it really? is it felt like it was just not beating fast, but beating very like I felt like it was I could feel it coming out. And I just was 
breathe in three seconds, hold it, breathe out three seconds, hold it. Just like trying to control it. Were you scared at that point? No, I wasn't because okay. I didn't feel like I knew that once you take it off, it stops. Okay. I was like, okay. hey, if I don't like this, I can just ask for it to be taken off. Okay. Wait, what and do you mean take it off? They just wipe it off. And oh, within two so minutes, you just, feel fine. Oh, I see what yep. you mean. Okay. So once you've had enough, you just wipe it off. And then I started to feel nauseous, but I wasn't hurling as much as everybody else was. And I'm like, okay, let's add a third. Oh, she's like, wow. I want to throw my insides well, out. Well, I felt nauseous, though. You <laughs> yeah. know when you feel nauseous and, and you just want to fuck up you? Yeah. You're like, God, get it out so of me. So the whole point of it is to purge. purge. Okay. It is a purge. It is a purging, and they use it traditionally before you go hunting. So before the men go hunting for the tribe, they use this to, like, stimulate them. Oh. Right? If there's an If there's an equivalent for females, I felt virile afterwards. You did? I felt the best I have felt in a goddamn long time. Why? I, I was wonder. starving and hungry and excited and energetic. And I'm like, there's a wow. girl actually in OB who does it. And I'm totally fucking signing up and doing that again. Wow. I'm going to come into a quarterly combo ceremony because did, I felt fantastic afterwards. Did all of the participants do it? Yes. Okay, cool. Everyone did it. Um, and again, the guy that had come back a couple of times, mm-hmm. um, Janae, who is the wife of the ayahuasca, I was like, I'm surprised you're going to do it again, considering last time. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I would have been scared after that point. <laughs> I just, for me, like the, the knowing that I like to be prepared and knowing that once you remove it, it yeah. stops. I was like, well, then that's my safety net. Because once I'd had enough, I said, please take it off. And they mm-hmm. took it off. And within two minutes, I was hungry and uh-huh. up and walking around and and. I could have, I don't know, I feel like I could have done anything. So what did you end up doing after this, after you did the, the tree frog poison? We, we ate, I ate a bunch. I be, it was the most I've eaten in like three weeks. So did you have to purge that out before you did ayahuasca again? No, no? but I hadn't eaten a bunch. Okay. And your body was, my body, I, I think my body was just hungry from the night before yeah. still. So I was so like, during the carbs, day- yes. <laughs> So you have another massage the second day, mm-hmm. your second massage ever in your life, and you're, you're the masseuse tells you that your yes, left so side is your mom. So and I right told him, I told him that it was my first massage the day before, and he said, I think he just went like easy on me, yeah. which smart him because signing up for the second one was my choice. I was like, yes, I want a second. And then he went harder, like he was pushing in a lot of places, and like, ow, that, that's not as enjoyable this time, but yeah. still really good yeah. and he's like yeah so your left side is your mother and your right side is your father and he was really working my lower back and I don't have lower back issues but I do feel pain there and he's like yeah your left side lower back problems and I was like well the whole I really wanted to yeah. experience something about my mother on this retreat and for people who may be tuning in on the pre when we talked about this before on your first interview yeah. you your mom died of cancer yes three years ago three years ago so and it was very it, sudden very it sudden. was a six like six, six months, months from yeah. diagnosis to passing was six months so yeah. that was a big chunk of yes of you yeah you know it I mean? was so for that to come up going down there yeah. How did that feel? Like, what, what, when he told you, like, what went through your mind? It was almost eerily satisfying. Okay. <laughs> that sounds weird. Because I know when we talked to it you It was before, like, okay, good. There's something. Because I yeah. wasn't close to my mom. We weren't close. We weren't, like, enemies. But we just weren't close. So knowing mm. that I have something, even if it's pain that I'm carrying, was kind of therapeutic in some way. Like, that I have something that I'm holding on to. And because when we first talked to you about it, you weren't going down there with the intention of making any closure with your mom passing no, or anything No, I had closure with that. Yeah. I actually had closure with it. So for it to come back, to come up, 
when you without it's not what you were expecting. It was awesome. It yeah. was really like for me. I was like, okay, when someone doesn't know and they say these things. I don't know if you've ever been to like a psychic and yeah. some psychics are full of shit, but some of them are actually <laughs> like you say, say they say things you're like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So did that set you into a mindset for the next? I think trip? so yeah. because I saw my mother on the yeah. next one. So let's go into the ceremony for the second. Okay, time. so the second so ceremony happened? starts off, and I hear that gong, and I start like I'm like I don't want to be here. I don't want to oh. be here because the sounds, I think, like I said, I, I love music yeah. and, and sounds to me are very therapeutic. I found nothing at that point about the sounds I was hearing is therapeutic. I needed to get out. I was like, mm-hmm. do you think it triggered? It definitely 100% triggered like okay. just the feeling of everything going to be fast forward again. I'm like, I want a proper trip where I see things and I need to be in a quiet space to focus so I put my hand up, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to my room. And Janae was like, well, you should, you know, try and stay in here because it's better if you stay in here. I'm mm-hmm. like, I know that. I know that. But I just, I want to see if it's, I can see better things. And I, yeah. I don't, obviously, I don't know what would have happened if I stayed in the room. But I took myself to my room. But I could hear everything in my bedroom. So I could so, hear the singing. So, for people, the, the, so you had already taken the ayahuasca. Yeah, so take okay. the ayahuasca. I'm sitting on my mat. I did not puke the second t- ceremony at all. I tried to make myself sick, though, because okay. I was like, get out of my system. Because I felt, again, nauseous. Mm-hmm. I just wanted it to come out. I'm like, I feel sick. Please get out of me. Like, let's exit, you know, make your plan and go. So I was go back to my room, and I'm lying there. And I don't know at what point this was, but I started, I, I lifted my hand up. And my hand was above my head, but my trail of my fingers was like, from my body to my hand above my head. And that's when I realized, okay, you're actually tripping this time. Because that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen last time. Last time, everything was happening up in my head when my eyes were closed. And actually, just to work backwards, um, people were saying after their first experience that they saw everything with their eyes open. And I was like, I didn't oh. see anything with my eyes open. My eyes had to be closed to see what I did see. And what I did see was in fast forward. So the second trip was with the eyes open. Eyes open and things are happening. And that in itself is kind of scary. Like yeah. everything I look at is like, you know, yeah. there's something going on. Like So you, what was, so you were in your room by yourself. I'm in my room. You leave the door open because they come and check on you. Yeah. Like often just and to make sure what, you're doing okay. And then what happened after it started kicking in? Like it, what were I you honestly was just waving my hands in front of my face. <laughs> She's like, I'm at a rave. Is this riches on a Saturday? Yeah. Watching the fingertips go back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, it's so fucking beautiful. I'd never experienced, and I've done mushrooms before, and I'm like, I've never experienced this in my life where it's just so beautiful. It was, I I can't explain it. It was gorgeous. And And I felt safe. And I was like, you did, okay. Yeah, I felt completely safe. And my bed just like, I mean, everyone in the podcast can't see, but I'm going to wave my hand in front of my face. Like, just watch the cut. Like, watch your fingers. Like, where was your doing? best friend, Mr. Pillow, at this point? <laughs> Mr. Pillow was not, it was back in the ayahuasca. Oh, room. you left him behind. Oh. You're like, bye, I'm on you, myself. Bye, Felicia. Ready. I was like, see you later. And then wait, I got this one. <laughs> you're like, I don't need you tonight. Uh uh-uh, uh, not tonight, baby. <laughs> so, when did, you, when did you see your mom? I don't remember. I mean, the whole night was, yeah. I mean, even, like I said, the ceremony is like four hours yeah. but like you are kind of s- still feeling it for about 12 hours even the next day I yeah. still felt high when I left um, all I remember though is that I saw my mother 
in the same place I saw her the last time I saw her alive. So it was Which like was? being in the hospital, oh, in the hospital okay. room. So because I was a U.S. resident at the time, I had to be coming back to the U.S. every three months uh, for, well, technically yeah. every six for, every, for visa purposes. But I didn't want to raise any flags because I knew that I was going for citizenship. So I was every three months coming back and forth. And I was grazing like the three-month mark. And so I went and told my father, like, I have to go back to the U.S. And he's like, your mother's going to pass soon. I'm like, I know this. You know, I know this. But I need to go back. I need to go back to the U.S. because I got to touch base and come right back. Yeah. I was gone for five days. That was it. Mm-hmm. But when I left her, we had a beautiful moment. Like, my sister and I bathed her. We dressed her. We put some perfume. Like, it was beautiful. She's the best she'd looked since I remember her being sick. And I remember seeing her face, though, and being like, that's the last time I'm going to see her alive. And just thinking to myself, you're leaving now. You're going to have to deal with this for the rest of your life. This is yeah. the last time you're going to see your mother alive. That's a lot. Right. So I'm a fly on the wall in this memory on my ayahuasca trip. Oh, so you're not in your own body. You're watching. I am watching. I'm watching this go. And then all of a sudden I'm in my own body and I reach out to touch her. But when I reach out, she doesn't look sick. So she looks well. And she's still smiling at me the same way. But she wasn't sick. She wasn't bald. She was not, not speaking. She just smiled at me the same way, looked at me the same way, but she had a full head of hair and more like fat on her. Like she just looked well, not scrawny. Yeah. And when I reached out to her, she disappeared. Okay. But she was still in that same recliner that I remember leaving her in, like the same hospital wing. My sister was kind of in my back of my mind, like I remember her being there. But it was just really interesting that I didn't feel sad. Yeah. I saw her and I'm like, Oh, of all the memories to come back to. I mean, that's this was, the one. That's the one. How, so after that happened, how well, how was the rest of the trip? How did you feel? I, the rest of the trip. So actually, at one point, I saw the the cover of um. So the the lamp in my room had like a weird print on it, and it was like reflecting on the ceiling, mm-hmm. as like geometrically, it was beautiful. And at one point, a rainbow shot through it, and it was like the cover of the Dark Side of the Moon from Pink from, Floyd. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yes. <laughs> You're like, this is what I was waiting for. No, I'm <laughs> it was beautiful. No, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what I was waiting for. I'm like, this is what I wanted. Like my love for music, my lust for life to come out some way yeah. that made me realize, yeah, you're still, you're not done yet. You're, mm-hmm. you're still going. Yeah, because on our first interview, your fear was that this not, is it. This you're is done. It. Life is, is done. Life is lived. You've done your best living. Yeah, and that was your biggest Get used fear to going monotony. Into it. And coming out of it, like I feel, I feel like someone's gone into my brain, reshuffled mm. things, and rewired me and brought me back. That's amazing. Okay. So I okay. feel like myself. Yeah. I don't feel like a lot of things have changed, but I do feel like I'm reworked and retweaked a little bit. Okay. Like I'm a 2.0 version of Roz. Like here's here's Roz, just a little bit more sharp. So (laughs) this that was the second trip of ayahuasca. You did it one more time, right? And what was crazy as well, yeah. So there's two. You do two ceremonies, a five day retreat. Okay. You can do a seven day retreat with them and do three ceremonies. So you only did ayahuasca twice. Twice. Okay, got it. That's what I was. But what is crazy, so the the first ceremony, the next day everyone was saying, well, two people were saying, I felt a presence. Like someone was showing me around. I'm like, I didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. I just felt like my life was on fast forward and it was yeah. all the shit that I'd done and I didn't want to see that again, especially in fast forward. On the second ceremony, it very much felt like there was somebody, I, I'm not a spiritual person, so I didn't feel a presence, but I definitely felt like 
I was enjoying the pretty colors and the finger tripping and everything. And then it's like, come over here. Let's deal with this for a second. Oh, okay. And then you would deal with it. And then all of a sudden I'm back over here with the pretty colors. And then, hold on, come over here. Let's deal with this. And there were other things that came up. Like what? Um, Every time work came up, I was like, I don't want to deal with it. I looked away. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, no work. Work came up and I was like, "Mm -mm." and I'd look and I would be like smiling at the pretty colors. I'd turn my head. I physically was moving my head. Your eyes are open. And I would see work and I'm like, "Mm." and I'd smile and look the other way. Like it was the weird. It was like if somebody had seen me, I would look yeah, crazy because yeah. I'm like smiling and then not smiling and then smiling on my left hand side. I'm like, yeah, this Did is great you, on this yeah. side of life. Do you think that 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 per, that person who was directing you? Do you think that was you? No. So that is apparently Mama Ayahuasca, which what she's so referring yes. to. Yeah, you okay. said that there Mama was Ayahuasca other presence. people on the first trip. Yes, that they were talking about Mama Ayahuasca, mm-hmm. and you wanted to go into the. Second time of doing ayahuasca with the mentality of Mama Seeing Ayahuasca. Mama Ayahuasca. Yeah. yeah, so I asked him. It came him, true, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so I asked him, like, what did you do that, like, made this happen? Because I'm want to. i willing but to take first, advice. first, for our listeners, Mama Ayahuasca, what is that? Is the Ooh. presence. Is, okay. the, is the, like, nurturing presence that guides you through what you're going through. Yeah. Whether so they gave it a name, whether it's your subconscious yeah. or call it whatever you want. But Exactly. And I'm Mama not a spiritual Ayahuasca. person. So I was like, God, Mama Ayahuasca, that sounds so bougie. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't. Yeah. I'm struggling with this term. But when I was going through it, it was very personal. Like, whatever was guiding me, and it very much felt I was being guided because I that kept being so ushered. Yeah. I kept being ushered over to like deal with things and like, no, come back over here and look at the pretty colors. Okay, come over here. Stop distracting yourself. We're going to deal with this now. And I okay. kept being like, no, I don't want to deal with it. And so then the, come, come back so over were, here. You're not done yet. So they were kind of like going, let's deal with this. You're only going to handle this for a couple minutes. Yeah. And then we're going to give you a break. We're going to go back to the pretty colors. And, then and we're the, give yes. Oh, yes. wow. And you feel that. Like, I felt that someone was like, over here. Like, look this way. Like, snick, you know, snap in your yeah, finger. Like, yeah, yeah. come over here and look at this. And then you can go back to that Did when you you're ready. Did you feel safe with it? I Did felt you, completely like, safe. I never at one, any point felt unsafe. Okay. And I saw, like, the universe. I didn't say the, the universe, but I saw, like, constellations and things that were, like, beautiful and pretty. And Wow. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> My, was there any point, especially in the second time you did ayahuasca, mm-hmm. that you, that something that dark came up that you wanted no, to No, nothing. And after it all, I felt so <laughs> good like, about life. I was like, I got no demons. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. Yay. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about that. I was like, I was so worried a demon was going to come out. On our pre-interview, you were really like, I I was like, I there's know. something in there. Yeah, apparently not. It's no, just there's light. not. It's just me. It's just life. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. So, so when you, so after the second time you had a couple days there afterwards right yes and then so you kind of can reflect on what happened and all of that yeah um what was the biggest takeaway from the experience for you i for me i feel like and i've said i feel reworked i don't feel like i've changed i feel like i can accept a lot of things that have been happening in like the last like six to twelve months yeah with a bit more stride and more confidence and I feel a bit more like able and apt to handle it in a more, a, 
I don't say adult because adults we're, we're all adults and we all have moments in a more like mature way. Okay. So like I can think of something and be like, you know what? So there are things that would bother me, bother me before that now like I'm like whatever. It just is, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And to have that mentality is it's so nice. self-soothing. To be wow. able to say, it is what it is. Okay, touche. Moving on. Wow. And yeah. to be separated almost like separated from certain experiences and certain relationships, like just mm-hmm. a disconnect that you needed, almost like a confidence boost that you know you had in yourself that was like you just needed something else. <laughs> you needed a drug trip to tell exactly. you. Exactly. So. <laughs> what what do you what do you wish you would have gotten out of it that maybe you didn't? Uh, well, some people were talking about the things they saw, like the universe, and they were seeing like visions, like talking about visions of their past. Mm-hmm. So, like past lives? Not past lives. That would have been really rad. I know, right? <laughs> no, not past <laughs> lives. But like past experiences, relationships, and things. Oh, okay. um, but honestly, I think I remember I said, like, you know, I don't know what I want, mm-hmm. but I hope I get what I need. And yeah. I 100% came out of it like, all right, Roz, you you definitely saw something, and it might not have been the most exciting things in the world, but you came out of it very adjusted. Like someone's gone in there, reshuffled your brain, put it in order, and said, "There you go, go back out there now. Huh. You're organized." Do you ever like, if you're a computer geek, do you ever refragment your computer? Yeah, Rob. I know okay. what you're talking about, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a massive. I'm a huge computer geek. Yeah. I used to build computers. I'm like, I love it. Yeah. So refragmenting my computer your hard is drive. therapeutic for me. Okay. Your hard drive. I do yeah, it once exactly, a week. Eric. Once a week, I refragment that shit. I'm like, no, organize, clean up, yeah. get it done. Yeah. So it was like a refragmentation of my brain. Huh. So what? And a disc cleanup while we're at it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a disc cleanup. What would be the biggest advice for anybody who's looking to go down there and do it? What would you? What would be the advice? They were like, okay, what? Well, give me some advice. Well, depending Roz, what on depending on what their like holdups are. So like with ayahuasca, you have to be okay with all the bodily functions because there are people around you puking, farting, burping, mm-hmm. groaning, like. Moaning, all the things are going on around you. You have to be open okay to it. listening to that because, yeah, it's kind of gross, but everyone's tripping, so you can't hold it against them. It's just like it is what it is. For you, was it, did you feel like, oh, I'm going to do drugs or this is very much a spiritual? No, I definitely felt like I was going to go to drugs. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm then, not a spiritual person, so I was like, I didn't feel like. How about afterwards? After the Afterwards, week? I felt more connected. I do okay. feel like now, I, I still don't feel spiritual, but I feel slightly like more connected to something that I don't understand, but I have more respect for. Yeah. Like I respect there's something going on that is taking care of me that I don't understand and I'm okay with it, but I respect it. It's like, a, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> do you think it's something you would do again? Yeah, in time. Because physically it was very difficult and very uncomfortable. Like the nausea, I... It's so stupid. People who I told I was doing ayahuasca would say, like, I don't like puking. I'm like, I'm sorry. Does anybody like puking? I like long walks on the beach. I don't mind it. And dinner by candlelight and puking. I'm okay They're my it. thing. Stop reading my profile. <laughs> but seriously, it's like, really? That's-, that's your first day. You're like, I want to walk on the beach and puke. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's your go-to. I'm going to do ayahuasca. I don't like puking. Nobody fucking likes, likes puking. puking. Thank you. Jesus Christ, guys. Like, get it out of your head. So I was like, yeah. it's very interesting. Yes, it's physically horrible. And physically, it was demanding i felt like 
I had nothing left in me. Even though I ate that huge meal after the combo, yeah. I still felt like I was decrepit for days afterwards. Um, but I would do it again. Like when time calls, it's it's you know you need a refresh. Ayahuasca could be it. It could be like you're retweaking. Who if who would you say not to do it? Like what type? If you're going into it with what mind would you be like? No, nope, if you're going this into isn't it for you. Yeah. So if you're going into it um, thinking it's like a broad trip, like I'm just going to go down to ayahuasca, it's not to be treated that way. You respect it. Like it is gross to begin with and the bodily functions are not – it's not like cocaine, okay? It is not a drug that you go and you have a great time on, okay? Yeah. No. It is a horrible, trippy time that you come to terms with things that you weren't ready to come to terms with. How how was it with the rest of the the four other people you were with? Mm-hmm. How was it at the end of the journey? Like did we were you guys- all best friends. Nah, I mean, you when go. you're like puking and farting and grossing each other out, how can you not be best friends? Would you go do it again, but with a friends? Like with- no, actually, it's interesting. I wanted. I thought I'd come out of this and be like, "Yeah, let's get a retreat together and go." Yeah, but no. You I think. Do it alone. I think it's one of those things that it's your personal space that is what gives you the solidarity to work through it. Because when your friends are there, even though they mean well, they're yeah. trying to help. Like, oh, Tony, how'd you go last night? Yeah, it's different. They when it's a stranger, you. yeah. When it's a stranger, they mean honestly, like, how are you? I don't know you very well, but I'm just like, how did you go? Curious, yeah. You know, so but when you're with a friend, it's a bit deeper. So I don't know if it's time and place to go with somebody that, like, you love or a friend. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very personal experience, and it definitely needs to be respected because yeah. it's not fun. Robbie, would you go down and do it after hearing Roz's story and the pre because you were here for the pre-interview and then now this i'm curious because you've been very quiet you're quiet the first time around and you're quiet now so i'm curious because you for people who don't know rob rob comes from a very analytical point of view give me the science Mm -hmm. give me the give me the charts give me all that what do you think this How do you feel? Like, what is your Break take Break me on down. That? Try me. I've had ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would actually try it. Okay. Um, and I can definitely see why it would be beneficial to do it alone. Because yes. I think when you, when you take part in something with your friends, your attention is divided because your mind is on them exactly. almost as equally as on yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I can see why you would want to, like, um, not go into it as a group. Yeah. Um. And then I think it's also interesting because you were talking about how um, you get to a point where like things don't bother you. you just, it's just like water off the duck's back. Mm-hmm. Oh, came and jinx once again. Right. I know that's where I got that from. And um, I don't know, but that's kind of how I go through life already. Like not I know. a lot. Trust me, I know. Not a lot of things bother me. And the, the but the funny thing is is. Because you're a bottler. Everything you bottle up. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Not really. And then the cork comes flying out like champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Ayahuasca. Boom. (laughs) No. (laughs) But the thing is, is like when I say that, like I don't know if I have a lot of demons or I don't have like a lot of things that bother me. People are like, okay, that's weird. You know what I mean? That's interesting though because I thought, I mean, I know I'm a good person, but I was like, maybe you're giving yourself too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you're like maybe you know like back up a little bit just like back it up yeah take some humble pills <laughs> what about you um mexican eric what would how do you feel now hearing raza's story and stuff 
Yeah, I actually said that I would probably not do it, but I, yeah, the first I time around you said no. I think I've changed my change mind. mind. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like the idea of like, especially wording it in technology, like defragmenting the mind. Yeah. I very much understand how that could be beneficial. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I would actually like that. There are sort of relationships I have with people now that don't bother me like they, they did before. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like things that happen, I'm like, whatever, I don't give a rat's ass. And I'm like, thank fucking God, like this is finally, we're here, we've arrived. It doesn't matter anymore. And it's refreshing. I mean, you still care, but you're like, Ah, you see everything kind of different. You yeah. know, you were you were talking about mediums earlier, and I went to go see a medium oh, in, yeah. in Michigan when I was back visiting my family, and she was really good, which, by the way, it kind of changed my life path. Mm-hmm. Because that's when I... Anyway, it's a long story. I won't get yeah. into all of it. But anyway, uh, one of the things was my, my mother asked her when, when she went to talk to her. She said, um, "Your uh, my grandmother was there. Oh, and yeah. And my mom was asking if uh, my grandmother had like any advice or anything like that. My grandma just said, um, everything that you see here on earth, none of this really matters. Like that was her wow. advice from the other side. Wow. That's, like it's not as important as you think as it you is. Think and it those is. are one of the, those, that's yeah. the advice that you're like, I don't want to believe it, but I have to heed this warning. <laughs> you yeah. know, you're like, I'm not going right. to ignore this. Cause that would be stupid and foolish. Yeah. I, it's, so if someone said to me, I'd be very confused, but I'd be very, very respectful at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand a lot of things because I don't feel connections with like different. Like there are people that are very like mediums, and there are individuals Spiritual that are very people, co- yeah. yeah, they're connected. I don't feel that way, but you have to respect something that you don't understand, mm-hmm. especially yeah. when it comes to that genre. Because yeah, like you just don't know. You bitch, don't want to okay? turn it off. Yeah. You don't know what's gonna happen after you're in like in the ground yeah. or cremated or whatever you want to mm-hmm. be. Like you don't know. You, yeah. you gotta respect it and treat it with care. And if someone told me what Robert was told, I'd be like, "Yes, yes." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other thing she said is, "All of our pets work. are here." Yes. <laughs> you know, you know, I believe that because Rob had a cat for many Tommy for many many years. Remember? Yeah. And then when Tommy passed away, <laughs> literally the night we heard him in the kitchen. Remember no. at the old place? Mm-hmm. We I was like, I swear to God, I hear Tommy running around the apartment. It was Aww. the weirdest thing. Yeah. yeah I believe it, that. Yeah. Whenever I would go to bed, I would always hear him jump off of his yeah. cat tree, come bouncing um, in uh, his into the feet room, yeah. down the hallway, and then he would jump in, And we into kept the bed. hearing like this meowing in the house once in a while. And I was like, did you hear that, Rami? He's like, yeah. And it was just like this feeling like, oh, Tommy's running around, running around. That's yeah. insane. I, I saw a medium in Australia. <laughs> Oh, you did? And she was like, there's somebody here, but I can't understand her. And I'm like, okay, what does she look like? And she described my Italian grandmother to a T. Oh, really? She's like, she has a blue rinse through her hair. <laughs> a blue rinse? <laughs> my father's mother had stock white hair, but insisted on putting a blue rinse through it. Wow. And she's dressed Ms. all in Slocum. black. It was Miss Slocum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's her of tea. <laughs> Dressed all in black and she's playing fetch with a brown dog with a stubby wow. tail. I'm like, that's Ooh. Susie. That was uh, my dog I had for like thir- uh. like sixteen years. Really? Yeah. How trippy is and that? And I was like, cool. I mean, I again I'm very hard to connect with in those yeah. kind of levels, but I was like, well, you just describe my grandmother who doesn't speak a word of English in detail. Yeah. And my goddamn fucking favorite dog. I haven't been able to have a dog since since, since Susie. 
like so nothing is coming close to this goddamn dog. <laughs> I I think I would go down. I would definitely go down and yeah. do ayahuasca. I don't think I would have very many demons because I'm a pretty open person. Oh, and that's say a, what I want. I'm an open person too, but I was uh, like, yeah. I don't really. I think if anything, I'd probably like it. All be about Manny. <laughs> there should have been one. That was what it would all be about. That, so I was worried about that kind of thing yeah. too. Like, I hope my trip is not encompassed by bullshit. Like, yeah. all the things that like I'm just thinking, overthinking about. It better be deep, meaningful things. Mm. Yeah. But nothing that was trivial. And when the trivial things did come up, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm, yeah, I'm doing yeah. this. And that was really empowering to That's come out really of it with cool, that. Ross. I was like, yeah. things that I thought that would encompass me for the entire time. I was like, I don't want to see you. Get out of here. I got better things to do. <laughs> I got better things to worry about. Yeah. And wow. I did that in a subconscious whatever state. Like, I was like, no, yeah. you can exit left. I'm going so to <laughs> So if you had to wrap up the whole experience in, like, one statement, like, how, what would it be? Like, what is your final thoughts on this? Same whole? one that I used in the last podcast. You don't always get what you want, yeah, but you get yeah. what you need. Because you were talking, it's the rolling stones. I love the ro- stones. stones. Yeah, rolling stones. <laughs> yeah. And you definitely did on this trip. Yeah. You totally got what you And now you I feel like, you know, the Carpenter's song on top of the world? Yeah. I feel like that on a daily basis. And you look it. And that yeah. song is like, yeah, I'm, you, I'm glowing. Yeah. You walked in and it's. And it we noticed like, it right It was away. like a different Roz. Like, yeah. yeah. It's Roz 2.0. There it you is. go. How, what was your takeaway with it all, Eric? Because you were here for the first interview and now you're hearing Roz's follow up. So, and I know beforehand you were like, nope, I don't think I want to <laughs> do this. You would definitely know. You were like, uh uh-uh, uh, not and interested. And now it's kind of changed you. So, yeah, yeah. like final thoughts. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, th- I think it's healthy. I think it's, I think we all kind of deal with our own demons, and mm-hmm. and we don't always know what they are. And so, yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. It was very courageous of you to go down there and do Thank it. You. I'm so glad you did, and you were so willing, especially <laughs> on the first episode, to just be very open about the whole thing. Well, I've, and not I feel like the topic anything. is yeah. like you can't. You're going down to do hallucinogenics. Yeah. That's not a topic you can be shy about. No. Yeah. Like, if you're going down to do that, then you'd be having shit. And this is one of the, like, this particular topic with ayahuasca I've always been fascinated about, especially after seeing the Chelsea Handler. Yeah. Thing and just yes. over, over just this long period of so time wondering about knowing Chelsea did it twice helped me go in the second time. Oh, okay. okay. Because I was like, oh, God, I don't think I can do another night watching but everything she did. fast forward. Yeah. But she had a better experience. So I was talking yeah. to one of the facilitators, and he's like, well, remember Chelsea went in and did it a second time. I'm like, you're right. She did. Yeah. yeah. And she kind of put it on the map because I noticed afterwards now people yeah. are like more interested. Yeah. But, but I she had a better experience yeah. second time. She had yeah. all the things with her sister and yeah. stuff. So if you haven't yeah. watched it, the Chelsea does. Watch it. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. does. She does ayahuasca. Well, so. And a bunch of other stuff was just hilarious. I know. <laughs> so good. I am grateful that you shared with us. Yeah, totally. It helped educate me to understand this more. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's a fascinating story. Like, yeah. I, I know. I, I, maybe some people are like, eh, but I find it fascinating. I do. I think it's. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Because I yeah. think when I was talking to people, they were like, well, how do you keep this going? Because yeah. ayahuasca treats a lot of people with depression, anxiety, addiction. And what they find is when they reintegrate into regular life, they can fall back into their same habits. Mm, sure. So it's the importance of... Is that of, a fear for you? It is. Fall? I mean, I don't have any of those things. Or I'm a slightly anxious individual. But like, how do you err on the side of making sure what you did yeah. stays 
with you. Present. Yeah. And how do you think that is? Do you do you have any idea? I honestly don't know because I came straight back into Labor Day weekend and I don't remember Labor Day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so she slipped back into her old routine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did. I slipped back into my old routine, but I do feel still emotional-wise. Yeah. Like my feelings are very much like ordered. I, yes, I feel sad. Yes, I feel this. I feel great. But it feels like it's natural. Yeah. It's not like I'm telling myself, you feel fine. You'll be just okay. You'll be okay. <laughs> like you actually feel like, yeah, yeah, I, I feel good. Like, okay. Like, it just feels rewired is That's the best good. way to put it. I like and, how to, and my biggest concern now is how do I keep that up? How do you keep it but up? But I found the woman, I forget the name, but there's a woman in OB who yeah. does the combo ceremony. And I'm fully committed to that like every qu- like quarter. So that's the next chapter of it. How do you keep it up? Yeah. How Seriously. Do you, how do you keep how it up? You, how do you keep that energy? How do you keep this glow when summer in, when, when, <laughs> when winters summer around in the San corner. Diego disappears? <laughs> it's summer in San Diego every single day. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you came back, Roz. Like, alive, this has been, yeah. Me too. Yeah, alive, <laughs> me too. Trust Thank me. you. But I'm really happy that we got to do this two-parter yes. with you because it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> so how do people find you? Again, how do they find you it's on Instagram? Ask Roz. She travels and there's a little period between Ask Roz. She travels. Yes. Um, yeah, and find Instagram. out all about your adventures. Or roztravels.com, which yep. needs to be updated, so yeah. don't hate me for my website. <laughs> it's like five years old now and I yeah. need to re like, and actually the whole experience has made me rethink like, do I want to do I want to take my business full time? Is this do like you. is this like now the next move? Like yeah. I don't want to hit I'm 33. I don't want to hit 40 and regret like having not tried to yeah. do something different. From experience, I I say just do it. I know and I've had so lose? many opportunities come up and I was like just good do lord it. like where do they all come from? Like what three years ago I would have never thought I'd been doing this. This is so <laughs> exciting. I got such incredible feedback. I was like, oh, okay, guys, you have to deflate my ego before I walk through the door. <laughs> I need a pin to pop my head so I can fit through the fucking door. Like, well, I'm so happy you were so open to sharing sharing everything. And I'm open if anybody yeah. else has like questions yeah. and they're like curious and they want to yeah. just like slide into my DMs. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm available for dates and advice anytime. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody go follow her on Instagram at Roz Travels. It's, yeah, great story. <laughs> and you can follow the podcast at who invited her underscore podcast on Instagram and who invited her SD on Facebook and Twitter. And you can Spotify? Follow, and Spotify, yeah. I love the Spotify. Spotify yeah. a Spotify fan. Yay. Yeah, we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can get podcasts really? pretty much. Yeah. yeah, we're there. Um, what am I forgetting? I always forget this part. You can email us at the gang <laughs> at whoinvitedher.net. Email can, is so lost, yeah. I know, but we, surprisingly we get emails, so... Still yeah. a lot of DMs. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni. How do people find you, Mr. Mexican Eric? Uh, Instagram, uh, sexy. No. No, you changed it's, it. It's sexy. It's, it's, it's Mexi. It's not Eric. sexy Mexi Eric anymore because I tried and to Rob, look it up. You don't do a lot on Instagram. You're no, nice. I'm You're on not. there. R O R Y C O. I know. But yeah, I hardly ever post you on never social post. media. Thank you so much for being oh my so God. Thank open you for having this. me. Yes. <laughs> this has been a treat. Yeah. And today we're going to close it with the Carpenters, Top we of the are, World, because that's how world. you feel. <laughs> so, yes, that's what we're going to end it with Top of the World, the Carpenters. It, that's a great wrap up song for this little bonus episode. And you guys, we will see you in a few weeks when we come back for season three. Here we go. Bye, guys. Bye, you guys. Thank you, Roz. Such a feeling's coming over me
me There is wonder in most everything I see Not a cloud in the sky Got the sun in my eyes And I won't be surprised if it's a dream Everything I want the world to be Is now coming true especially for me And the reason is clear It's because you are here You're the nearest thing to heaven that I've seen I'm on the top of the world Looking down on creation And the only explanation I can find Is the love that I've found ever since you've been around Your love's put me at the top 